Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Welcome to another thrill-packed edition of Unite, i.e. radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen, followed closely by your friendly neighborhood radio talk show host. Uh, That's me, of course, Greg Britton with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots and the Unite, i.e. Coalition of Conservative and Patriot Groups, where our mission is to unite freedom-loving, America-loving Americans and magnify our strength and effectiveness in making and keeping America great free and prosperous and if that doesn't say domestic extremist <laughs> i don't i don't know what does um there are so many challenges as it's not just challenges because there's problems in the world and problems in the country and things that come up the you know, great depression diseases you know the, the the 1919 flu pandemic that was russia was really serious um this is deliberate. There are so there. Are, our country is under assault from so many ways. Whether it's indoctrination in the schools, government-run schools, and uh, so-called universities, it is the, the the because of unreasonable, wild, excessive printing of dollars electronically. Uh, nations around the world are abandoning the dollar as a reserve currency, and that's gonna that's gonna hit us in the pocketbooks soon because we can't. Just print money and as we have in the past and prop up our own economy. Uh, crime, homelessness, lack of energy, energy prices, and it goes on and on and on. Um, but our focus today is this week is going to be back to immigration. And that's much in the news because the Brandon administration is ending what they call Title 42, which they, which was used to somewhat keep the deluge of illegal aliens under control is thus far. I mean, just in the first two, roughly two years of Brandon's administration, they've let in five to six million illegal aliens, including or probably plus whatever number of getaways there are. And of course, that's on top of the million plus every year of legal immigration. And you see the scenes coming across the border. Um, they on radio we can't we can't show you visuals, of course, but they even before ending Title Forty Two, which happened uh, this past Thursday, is there are just hordes upon hordes upon hordes continually crossing the border, and it's now going to get worse, maybe twice as bad. Once Title 42 was ended, uh, there were estimated 700,000 to a million illegals camped across the border waiting to storm the border. Once Title 42 ended, buses are being loaded up throughout Latin America with with, uh, illegals heading to the border, all being paid for by someone. Maybe we'll delve into who is paying for this mass, mass invasion. Uh, to help us start this out, we welcome to the show this week uh, Agnes Gibney. And uh, 
That's just her number one political cause, unfortunately, because she was drawn into it. And her entree to politics was when her son was murdered by a previously deported illegal alien. And her exa- we have her example because we know Agnes and she's our friend. She's a cabinet member in the Red Tea Party Patriots. But there are thousands upon thousands of other examples, just like hers, ar- around the country, of Americans who were killed by illegals who would be alive today if the government enforced America's immigration laws. But they don't, but the government doesn't. So welcome to the show. Welcome to the show, Agnes. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. And I want to just say how horrific this border crisis is. Inept Biden is sleeping through it all while over 5 million illegals crossed. I'll say that again. 5 million illegals crossed the border. This is pure due election of duty of Biden, Harris, and Mallorca. This is a disgrace for this country. See, but it's not it's not dereliction of duty in the sense that they're they're screwing up. This is conscious, intentional policy. They chose from the get-go to open the border and let as many illegals into the country as they can in four years, or if they get another term, eight years, and transform the country. Uh these are because these once once they're allowed to vote. And in many states, illegals already are voting, like in California, where they have where our election laws are so lax, and they just auto, when they when they get a driver's license, they're registered to vote. So either the illegal or someone who gets the illegal's ballot is is they're already casting ballots, but they'll they'll vote eighty ninety percent for the Democrat Party, and that's the reason. And they don't care one iota about the economic. And criminal justice impacts and, and the hospital emergency rooms are overrun. The schools are the influx of illegal alien children and takes resources, takes teacher time. They don't speak English and takes away from the education of American children. Uh, they, they, they do not care one iota about the effects on Americans as long as they advance the political interests of the Democrat Party. Well, see, I uh, well, I agree. Uh, from the moment by, uh, Biden took office, he immediately put his pen to the, uh, to the paper and undid everything President Trump has put in, in place to secure our borders to protect our nation. And Biden out of haste, well, not just Biden, the Democrats, because I blame them all because they were all cheering. They know that, uh, an illegal alien cannot legally vote. It's a federal offense. And if it's a federal offense, why in the world isn't the federal government going after every single one of these illegal aliens who have voted and kick him out of the country, period? But mm-hmm. nothing is done. Uh, orders of deportation are not being enforced. I know one in particular uh, as, as, as firsthand, almost three years in this country, and they do nothing, absolutely nothing. It's a useless piece of paper with saying you have to leave the country by December 5th, whatever, whatever year, 2021, and, and nothing happens. And it, it's a disgrace. Our country is overrun with inept 
uh, anti-American people, and we need to take charge to protect our borders and to protect our country. Because you know, Greg, I didn't swear my oath of off uh, my oath of uh, when I became a naturalized citizen to live in what we're living now. I swore allegiance to United States of America, not United Socialists of America. Yes. And supposedly the people in office have taken an oath to the country and to the Constitution, which, of course, they which means nothing. And means nothing. You know, at America today, whether the law is optional or mandatory depends solely on whether the answer to that question serves the interests of the Democrat Party. So when it serves them, when they can use the law against their political enemies, it's mandatory. It's an, it's, it is a hammer to hammer their enemies. On the other hand, when, it's, when it serves their interests, the law can be ignored, as we, do, as we see with voting laws, as we see with immigration laws, and so many others. Uh, just a little side point, the FBI ran a million plus illegal searches of government records for regarding U.S. citizens. Anything happen? No, there's no consequence when they break the law. Now, you'll see, and I think you'll see in the media, you have seen in the media, people, pictures of people pouring across the border and lined up to cross the border. And, and it's just never ending. It's, it's, it's not just here's 100, here's 100. It's every day, every hour, constant across from Texas over to California. Now, at the same time, these lying liars who lie that populate the government, including Homeland Secretary Mayorkas, assure us that the border is closed. It's secure. It is secure. It is secure. And how many times have you heard Mayorkas say it is secure? And um, we reached out to Indigo Montoya's to get his reaction to that claim. You keep using the word. I don't think it means what you think it means. Yeah, a clip, famous clip from the, uh, the movie The Princess Bride. But realistic, I mean, you look at what um, George Orwell said, and he says that the party told you to reject all evidence of your eyes and ears. It was their final, most essential command. And we see that in immigration. The border is secure. We see that on January 6th. It's an insurrection. We see that in the election. It was the most secure election in American history. Again and again and again, we see the same thing. Inflation is transitory. Ukraine, we're fighting for democracy. As, as, you, as they arrest political opponents, suppress any opposition media, and arrest priests in Ukraine. On and on and on. We see that, that they lie, they lie, and they lie. Uh, Yet none of them will ever bring up the over 300 kids that die a day from fentanyl. None of them will bring up the fact that gang members, murderers, uh, traffickers, sexual molesters, children's uh, uh, sexual molesters are coming in every day to our country. It's been documented, but they completely ignore that. And the sad thing is many states in the United States think that this is just a, a Texas, Arizona, and California problem. The fact is, every town in the United States is a border town yes. already. 
And one of the funniest things to, is to hear Democrat mayors, such as the, the the mayor of New York City, complaining about the burden of illegal illegal immigrants are in uh, his city uh, when it's his party that is causing this entire problem. So I don't hear him saying, hey, guys, President Biden, Secretary Mayorkas, stop it. You can't. And, you, and Donald Trump shows us that we can. Well, let's take a pause here and hear from our sponsor, uh, Ed Hoffman of United American Mortgage, the place to go for your real estate lending needs. Back after this. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with United American Mortgage and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590 The Answer. Think about this. Your mortgage rate is at 3%, but your car loan is now at 10 or 11%. Over the past year, the average car payment has risen from $400 to $800. Rates on your credit cards have risen from an average of 14% up to 20% and higher. And across the country, credit card balances are higher now than they were before COVID. HELOCs are now at 10%. You don't want to touch your low-rate mortgage, but you're paying through the nose on all of your other debts, and it's hard to make ends meet. Solution? Do a cash-out refinance and wrap all your debt together on your house now and lower all your payments. Then, when the rates really drop next year, you can do a rate and term refinance when rates are really low and not have to pay the cash-out refinance fees to do it. If this idea makes you curious, call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the United American Mortgage logo. Ed Hoffman, NMLS ID number 9921. United American Mortgage Corporation, NMLS ID number 1942. United American Mortgage Corporation is an equal housing lender and licensed by the California Department of Real Estate. AM 590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. Pleased to have on the show this week, Agnes Gibney, Angel Mom, uh, cabinet member, Residence Tea Party Patriots, great activist. And um, I think she's, uh, she, uh, should be, should be a, well, maybe hasn't been on Fox News as much, but there was a stretch there where uh, you should have been a paid contributor. <laughs> on on Fox News with, with your own dressing room, you were you were on Fox News so many times. Well, I will be on uh, tonight, well, this morning at two fifteen a.m. Um, on Fox and Friends first. So tune in to that yeah. to see that interview. Yes. Well, t- here here on radio, time is relative. So as you're mm-hmm. hearing this broadcast on Saturday, that would have been uh, early early Friday morning. Oh. Yes. So erase that then. I guess. Yes. Time, time is a uh, time. Time is relative. That's right. Um, we're talking about immigration and the open border. At least that it's open border. If you have eyes and ears, uh, if you listen to the to uh, Secretary Mayorkas, the border is secure. Notwithstanding hordes of illegal aliens pouring across the border twenty four seven three sixty five, and now it's going to be much worse. Maybe up to two times worse. Uh, with the ending of Title 42 this week that allowed them to uh, take return at least some portion of the immigration, illegal immigration deluge. Um, but, you know, the Democrat Party wasn't always like this. Um, you know, and of course, now if you're a, uh, if, you, if, you, if, you, if you favor immigration laws, having immigration laws and enforcing them, you're racist. You're a hater. Well, let's, I'm old enough to remember this famous racist and hater all americans not only in the states most heavily affected but in every place in this country are rightly disturbed by the large numbers of illegal aliens entering our country the jobs they hold might otherwise be held by citizens or legal immigrants the public service they use impose burdens on our taxpayers 
That's why our administration has moved aggressively to secure our borders more by hiring a record number of new border guards, by deporting twice as many criminal aliens as ever before, by cracking down on illegal hiring, by barring welfare benefits to illegal aliens. In the budget I will present to you, we will try to do more to speed the deportation of illegal aliens who are arrested for crimes, to better identify illegal aliens in the workplace as recommended by the commission headed by former Congresswoman Barbara Jordan. We are a nation of immigrants, but we are also a nation of laws. It is wrong and ultimately self-defeating for a nation of immigrants to permit the kind of abuse of our immigration laws we have seen in recent years, and we must do more to stop it. And that was from a State of the Union uh, address, and that was a bipartisan standing ovation and applause for the radical racist concept of enforcing our immigration laws. Barbara Jordan that he mentioned uh, that was he was was appointed by the aforementioned uh, racist and white supremacist Bill Clinton, who wants who then wanted to enforce immigration laws uh, to a to a commission on immigration reform, and she she chaired the commission. And uh, she said that, among other things, immigration policy must protect U.S. workers against unfair competition from foreign workers with an appropriately higher level of protection to the most vulnerable in our society. And she went on, the commission is particularly concerned with the impact of immigration on the most disadvantaged within our society, inner city youth, racial and ethnic minorities, and recent immigrants who have not yet adjusted to life in the U.S. The labor market, like any other market, is governed by supply and demand. And as they release millions upon millions of illegal aliens into the country, that affects the labor market and drives down the wages of American workers who are Americans who are not in the labor force, but might be, might get that starting low income, lower skilled job as, a, as, as, that, as the first rung on the economic ladder. They get some experience, get some training, maybe get some education, and you can move up. But now they're excluded from that. And immigration makes it worse. You know, the sad thing is, uh, Greg, is that there are about 400,000 illegal aliens that are crossing uh, the border, 30,000 in three days. Can you imagine 30,000 in three days? Where are these people going to go? They're going to draw on our resources for medical care, for education, uh, for everything in this country. This is not a humanitarian because... What are they going to do? Most of them do not speak English. Most of them can't read and write in their own language. They're not going to be functional in this country. And when they say, well, they do jobs that most Americans don't want to do, that is not true either. Because when they say, oh, hire an illegal waiting to clean your house, yes, it's $75 an hour. So they are not. Uh, this is not a humanitarian thing. And the one thing that the United States has got to stop is birthright citizenship. You come here illegally, your child has no legal claims to this country. Until that child turned 18, then maybe he, he or she can decide 
what citizenship, what country they want to become uh, a, a part of, but not receive any public assistance, welfare, social services, nothing directly or indirectly, because this is costing our country and taxpayers billions of dollars a year. Yes, there was um hasn't been hasn't been widely discussed, and I'm not sure why on our side because too many Republicans are unwilling to take on this issue, even though the polls show that a pro-American worker immigration policy is popular and large majorities want less immigration and want our immigration laws to be enforced. Even uh, Hispanics or Latinos, American citizens, want immigration laws to be enforced. Legal immigrants who went through all, who jumped through all the hoops, waited in line, waited their turn, want immigration laws to be enforced, and they don't like the idea of anyone in the world being able to uh, jump the line and uh, get in. But anyways, coming back to this, this, this study that I started to talk about, it was a, a, a National Academy of Sciences report in 2016, and it, which concluded that legal and illegal immigrants reduced the wages of American workers by $500 billion a year. $500 billion a year of less wages. And you see why the uh, Chamber of Commerce types are aid and abet the Democrats in promoting illegal immigration because their members make more money. Now, never they don't care about the effect on the country. They don't care about the effect on their businesses when the illegals when they can vote for the Democrats in their anti-business policies, but just a short-term, uh, I want lower wages for American workers, um, that serves that narrow economic interest. And uh, if anyone wanted to make a serious effort at uh, persuading the public that mass immigration, both legal and illegal, is not in the interest of American taxpayers and American workers, uh, they'd find a, they would find a receptive audience. Yes, absolutely. I completely agree with you. Uh, Democrats ask for immigration reform. Why? When they can't even enforce the existing immig uh, immigration laws. We don't need any reform. We just need to enforce existing laws. And if people think this is, uh, oh, poor people, wait until after midnight tonight and watch the news tomorrow to see the influx of illegal aliens coming into this country and see who they are. Mm -hmm. See, and, and tell me if you would like them living next door to you or around you or taking care of your children or mowing your yard or doing any kind of work for you. You think well, about it then. Oh, yeah. And we saw the reaction. so typical for our rulers and our ruling class. You saw what happened when DeSantis sent one plane load of illegals to the elite liberal resort island of Martha's Vineyard. Martha <laughs> you know, the people that says, no, you know, they, they post, powerfully post signs of saying of things. No human being is illegal. You know, the, those, they, the, the illegal aliens, they were out of there in 24 hours. And, Not uh, the, soon enough. They need to yeah. send them to Beverly Hills, uh, to uh, Hollywood, send them to every rich Democrat neighborhood and see how they like it. Well, look at San Francisco. I mean, you can't degrade San Francisco any more than what it is. 
send them over there. That's the, you know, send them next to Nancy Pelosi's house. We should all buy a house next to Nancy Pelosi's house and, and move in about 10, 15 families of illegal aliens into that house and see how Nancy would like that. Yep. Um, it's, uh, you know, it's one, you know, for thee, but not for me. Um, in closing this, in closing this, uh, this segment here, um, Samuel Gompers, who's the founder of the American Federation of Labor, the, a- the AFL and AFL-CIO, wrote, those who favor unrestricted immigration care nothing for the people. They are simply desirous of flooding the country with unskilled as well as skilled labor of other lands for the purpose of breaking down American standards. And that is still what's going on only on mega mega steroids. That's all the time we have in second segment. Stay tuned for the exciting second half of Unite, i.e. radio. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with Unite American Mortgage and host of the main event Heard Weekends right here on AM590 The Answer. Think about this. Your mortgage rate is at 3%, but your car loan is now at 10 or 11%. Over the past year, the average car payment has risen from $400 to $800. Rates on your credit cards have risen from an average of 14% up to 20% and higher. And across the country, credit card balances are higher now than they were before COVID. HELOCs are now at 10%. You don't want to touch your low-rate mortgage, but you're paying through the nose on all of your other debts, and it's hard to make ends meet. Solution? Do a cash-out refinance and wrap all your debt together on your house now and lower all your payments. Then, when the rates really drop next year, you can do a rate and term refinance when rates are really low and not have to pay the cash-out refinance fees to do it. If this idea makes you curious, call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the United American Mortgage logo. Ed Hoffman, NMLS ID number 9921. United American Mortgage Corporation, NMLS ID number 1942. United American Mortgage Corporation is an equal housing lender and licensed by the California Department of Real Estate. AM 590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite, i.e. radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton, Redlands Tea Party Patriots, as well as the Unite, i.e. coalition of conservative and patriot groups, where our mission is to unite freedom-loving, America-loving Americans and magnify our strength and effectiveness in making and keeping America great, free, and prosperous. Pleased to have on the show this week, Agnes Gibney, Angel Mom, Cabinet Member, Redlands Tea Party Patriots, and a great activist and a uh, a star on Fox News. She was just last on Fox and Friends on uh, on Friday morning. If I uh, if, if anyone was up early to uh, to catch her there, we're talking about uh, immigration, illegal immigration, the open border that uh, the government assures us is secure. Uh, and don't and don't believe our eyes and ears to to the contrary. Um, one of the things you should understand is the open border and unlimited immigration policy does not begin at the border. So what's going on now is the U.S. government, the Brandon administration, is facilitating the movement of illegal aliens all the way all the way through Latin America providing transportation, money. The government of Mexico is doing the same. It's allowing the mass flow of illegal aliens through their country. And not only and it's not only from just Mexico or Latin America or even South America, it is from the entire world. Uh, I was just reading an article on Breitbart this week that one of, one of the persons crossing the border was from Nigeria. 
and had flown over to Brazil and then made the journey all the way up here uh, to the border and crossed the border and it was of course immediately let in has a has a four year old daughter and okay she, she may be a nice person um don't know that she isn't but there's a lot there's there are hundreds of millions of nice people around the world that uh we have a lot of problems here, and we we can't be taking on more people to burden our taxpayers. You know, they they're going to need they'll show up at the emergency room or get Medicaid for their health care. They'll show up at school. They'll show up. At, you know, they'll get welfare benefits. Actually, I was just looking at a stats the other day. This is from this is from a few years back. Is that uh, for non citizen households? 63% draw some kind of welfare. And that would include 50% on Medicaid. It's probably higher now. 31% getting some kind of cash benefits. 45% getting some kind of food benefits. And this is higher than legal immigrants, naturalized citizens, and way higher than uh, native-born households. So these people produce far, use far more in taxes than they produce. And that's only just one aspect of the burden this is imposing on our country. Yeah. And, and, you know, another thing that maybe United States ought to do is cut off aid to Mexico. If Mexico is not going to stop allowing buses and buses, loads of them, to come in with illegal aliens to cross our borders, then do like Trump did, cut off their aid. Well, yeah, it's also not just aid, but what Donald Trump did and and forced Mexico to agree to his remain in Mexico policy, which dramatically reduced the deluge of illegal aliens with bogus asylum claims. They they figured out and they're coached. There are NGOs, non-governmental organizations that coach the illegals on the magic words to say when they encounter Border Patrol about claiming a credible fear of persecution if returned to their home country. They're coached on that. Uh, most, the vast majority of them, if you talk to them, they're economic migrants, and that does not qualify for asylum. But Mexico is, Mexico is absolutely facilitating this. And what Donald Trump did was, was going to impose tariffs on Mexican goods. And that was enough financial incentive on the Mexican government to accept remain in Mexico. So yeah, we have we have leverage over them if we if we wanted to use it, we could end this. They could if the government wanted to protect our border and stop illegal immigration, they could do so. But they don't. For you know what reasons, for economic reasons, they want they, they they want unlimited immigration to continue. And one thing that uh I wanted to point out what illegal aliens are doing to a great extent is they'll either try to marry a U.S. citizen to legally stay in the country or uh, hook up with an, uh, with an American citizen and claim that he or she was abused, was assaulted. Then they go to an attorney and they file paperwork for them to legally stay in the country and they will get to stay in the country legally. Yep. So be careful out there, people, because you, many of you, will be scammed. Yes. So yeah, you, you know, uh, it's just one of the ways that uh, immigration law is a sham and a scam on American taxpayers and American workers. It's all designed to facilitate 
and, and work in the benefit of foreigners who want to live here. And uh, that, that's really, and, and that's and that's a good transition. Is who is immigration law for? Is it for the benefit of foreigners that want to come here, or is our is our America's immigration laws? Should America's immigration laws be for the benefit of America and Americans? And um, I say the latter. That. You just like your home, you get to decide who comes into your home. Mm-hmm. And you are not a bad person. You are not a racist. You're not mean. You're not any of those is that they want to call you. If you say no, well, I'm going to limit who comes into my home based on what is in the interest of and the benefit of me and my family or the country, me and my fellow Americans. You know, if Biden really had good intentions of securing our border and protecting our country, he would have called the National Guard to shut down the border or to protect the border, to help Border Patrol. Shut the border down. I don't care. Shut the border down until you figure it out. But when you think about it, how disrespectful it is to all American citizens, Biden has done absolutely nothing. He slept through this whole thing. He's oblivious to what's happening at the border. And let's not even talk about Kamala Harris, which is another disgrace. Yes. But but, but rest assured, not only is Kamala Harris in charge of the border, she's now in charge (laughs) of artificial intelligence. That's right. That's right. It is getting it, it, it is getting harder and harder to distinguish Democrat Party reality from Babylon B satire. <laughs> I agree. Uh, I agree. I want to. I want to. I want to. I want to return to this idea. This idea is, is who is America's immigration law for? And Ronald Reagan told us a nation without borders is not a nation, and that's absolutely true, of course. And of course, that's the what the Democrats have in mind. If you accept, if you look at what the Democrats are doing, as Tucker Carlson said about a year ago, they are trying to wreck the country. And if you look at what the Democrat Party and its cronies are doing through that lens, and only through that lens, everything they're doing makes sense. And this immigration and open border and unlimited immigration is just one aspect of how they're trying to wreck the country. Right. We already have legal immigration. I believe one million legal immigrants are allowed into the country a year. Think about those people like my family who waited years and years to legally come into the United States. We never thought of crossing the border, marrying a U.S. citizen, uh, overstaying our visa. We waited our turn in respect for the country who opened our, the doors and we came in legally. And we had to sign a document stating we wouldn't apply for any public assistance at all. I mean, what a concept. Now, these illegal aliens break the law. They come in the minute they step into our country. They broke our immigration laws. Then they get uh, free, uh, reduced housing. They get Medi-Cal. They get uh, uh, money. They get food stamps. Why? Why are we squandering tax dollars 
to that extent on the, on people that will never respect this country because most of them do not. Well, I, I had a video I was going to try to use on the show, the audio portion of it, of a, a mass of illegal aliens waiting on the streets of El Paso to get a bus to wherever their intended destination is. And uh, they were, uh, you know, the reporters interviewing them, filming them, and more times they come up, F you, F you, F you, F you, F you. And just they, they had absolutely no respect. And one of them was talking about, these are my people. They're my race. So their, their loyalty, they have absolutely no desire to, to assimilate, as you said earlier. They have no desire to be an American. They have no love or respect for our country. They're just here for the benefits, for the, for the economic benefit. And uh, as you said earlier, also that they're not going to assimilate, nor are we going to, nor under our current policy, are we going to ask them to assimilate and become an American. Rather, they're going, they're, they'll be encouraged, and they're, when, they're, when their children go into the government-run schools, they'll be indoctrinated that America is a terrible, racist, hateful country. And just like they are with American children, they'll be taught to hate the country that they, that they now live in. That is so disappointing. I have seen and witnessed many times at the uh, city council meetings, uh, DACA children, mind you, not children, adults, uh, yelling, this is, uh, I'm undocumented and unafraid right in the, in the sheriff's face. And gosh, I wish they would have been able to just handcuff them, put them on a bus and just kick them out of here because we do not need entitled people like that in this country. Yes, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just paraphrase what Theodore Roosevelt said. And back at a time of high legal immigration in the early 1900s, and he says that uh, it's wrong to discriminate on any man from where he comes. But it's predicated upon the man's becoming, in very fact, an American and nothing but an American. And at that time, you had all sorts of institutions from the schools, the churches, the media, the culture was building an American identity. And now those institutions are doing exactly the opposite. So for so many reasons, this mass immigration is not in the interest of our country and not in the interest of our people, our workers, or our taxpayers. Let's take a pause here and hear from the aforementioned Ed Hoffman. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with United American Mortgage and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590 The Answer. Think about this. Your mortgage rate is at 3%, but your car loan is now at 10 or 11%. Over the past year, the average car payment has risen from $400 to $800. Rates on your credit cards have risen from an average of 14% up to 20% and higher. And across the country, credit card balances are higher now than they were before COVID. HELOCs are now at 10%. You don't want to touch your low-rate mortgage, but you're paying through the nose on all of your other debts, and it's hard to make ends meet. Solution? Do a cash-out refinance and wrap all your debt together on your house now and lower all your payments. Then, when the rates really drop next year, you can do a rate and term refinance when rates are really low and not have to pay the cash-out refinance fees to do it. If this idea makes you curious, call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the United American Mortgage logo. Ed Hoffman, NMLS ID number 9921. United American Mortgage Corporation, NMLS ID number 1942. United American Mortgage Corporation is an equal housing lender and licensed by the California Department of Real Estate. AM 590, the answer. 
Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton, Redlands Tea Party Patriots, uh, Unite IE Coalition. Pleased to have on the show this week, Angel Mom, Agnes Gibney. Angel Mom means that you're, uh, you've, you've had a family member, child, that has been killed by an illegal alien. And Agnes's case, her son was murdered by a previously deported illegal alien. We're talking about immigration, open borders, and uh, notwithstanding what the government may tell you, just wa- use your eyes and ears, which the government does not want you to do. Uh, to, you can see whether the border is open or closed, secure or not. So this past, uh, past Thursday, and we record on Thursday, so I don't know if it passed, the Republicans were going to bring up in the House and pass, act, well, actually would be a very good bill on immigration and c- combating illegal immigration. Um, assuming they pass it, of course, it will go nowhere. It will not. It will not even come up for a vote in the Senate. And as of a, as of a week ago, when I heard about the bill, they were still looking even for a Republican senator to even sponsor the bill. In, you know, so, they, so they can't even find a Republican in the Senate who would, at that point, to sponsor a bill to enforce our immigration laws. Okay, but now, of course, nothing happens. And if the Republicans in the House do not do anything, the immigration deluge will continue for at least until January of 2025, assuming a Republican is elected in November of 24. And we won't delve into that on on this show. So Republicans will, uh, will pat themselves on the back, clap their hands. Okay, yeah, we passed a great bill. And nothing happens. If they were, if they wanted to fight for our country, what they would do is the Republicans would say that when it comes to must pass pieces of legislation, there's a farm bill this year, the national defense bill, and the next spending bill in September is there will not be a bill that passes the House of Representatives until measures are adopted and included that stop the immigration deluge. It takes courage. And we are talking about Republicans, and everyone I've talked to, uh, from the uh, uh, someone from Numbers USA, uh, Jenny Beth Martin from Tea Party Patriots National, is nope. They'll, they'll, they'll pass their show bill and not actually stand up and fight to protect our country. Very sad, very sad indeed. But you know, I'll tell you that the minute uh, our laws are enforced, illegals are deported. This invasion will stop. The whole world knows that the United States is weak, that the laws aren't enforced, that and there is no respect for our country, which is very depressing for me as a legal naturalized citizen. All I want is the United States back to the country that I swore allegiance to. That's not too much to ask. Well, that that would be that would certainly be nice to have, and uh, whether that is possible at this point is a much larger discussion. And now, I think I I think we could say I think we could save the country, but it would require a much higher level of leadership, strategy, commitment, and citizen involvement. Because what we're doing, we're losing, America is losing badly. Um, 
at the at near the outset of the uh, first civil war, the shooting civil war of 1861-65, Lincoln said, as our situation is new, we must think and act anew. And uh, we need a lot of new thinking and acting if we're going to save the country. Absolutely. Absolutely. I I am very distraught as to what's happening, what's going to be happening these next few months. Uh, just watch uh, the level of crime that's going to be going up, uh, more deaths because of fentanyl, uh, children being molested, uh, sex trafficked. It's going to be a disgrace. And then our schools, how they're going to be overcrowded. And uh, we have we don't have the resources to accommodate uh, millions of people. I mean, five million people since Biden took office. That's not including the gotaways. Yes. Maybe and even maybe even six million. We can't, you know, that that's like a whole more population than some states in the United States. Yeah, the the gotaways are the ones that are the illegal aliens that cross the border, and um, are never encountered by the border patrol. Now, query: Who are they? Since the border patrol, under orders from the Brandon administration, is letting essentially everybody in, who are the people who don't want to be caught, who don't want to be stopped by the uh, briefly detained by the border patrol? Uh, we have no idea who those are, but I think we have to assume that Iran has sent in members of its Revolutionary Guard. There was just a recent video or pictures of young Chinese males that were uh, stopped briefly at the border and then let in. And uh, I think we have to assume that the Chinese have infiltrated special forces, other countries. Um, yeah, I, I think the, the foreign powers have forces in place. There was a, um, and I did want to talk about something else, but I'll just mention this example. Back during when, when uh, Obama was president, a guy named Dennis Michael Lynch made some movies about the immigration situation, which was bad. It's now much worse. And one of the things he did was he got a cardboard box, painted it bright yellow, um, and then painted it with bright red letters on the box, anthrax. And he walked over into Mexico. No one stopped him and didn't encounter anybody. Came back, walked across the border. No, no one stopped him. No one encountered him. Got into his Jeep, put the box in the back of his Jeep, and drove without no, anyone stopping him all the way to Union Station in Los Angeles. Now, of course, the box was empty. But if someone wanted to bring in something like anthrax or another deadly pathogen or... Um, radioactive material or a material for a dirty bomb or chemical weapons, nerve gas, there'd be nothing to stop them in the present situation. Yeah, and that puts everybody at, at an incredible danger because how many terrorists, there are hundreds that have been arrested already. And I don't know if you remember at one workshop that we attended, Greg, Mark Morgan said, that the next terrorist that's going to attack uh, the United States is already in our country. Oh, yeah. Most of the 9-11 attackers were illegal aliens. Yeah. They, they came here legally and then they overstayed their visas. Um, I do want to change I do want to change the subject. We have a little bit of time left. And this is actually a little bit of good news, both bad news and good news. This Rasmussen, the leading polar, asked the question, 
and has been asking the question, but the question is, how likely is it that cheating affected the outcome of the 2020 presidential election? And in October of 22, for all voters, it was 55% likely, 40% not likely. And in and of itself, that's bad, and the republic will not survive. And within that, uh, the likelihoods of Republicans were 75%, 53% of independents, and even 35% of Democrats. Now, in May, asked the same question in May of 23. And for all voters, likely that cheating affected the outcome of the presidential election, 62%. Republicans, 80 percent, independents, 64 percent, and Democrats, 45 percent. So one is the, those perceptions are absolutely true, and we don't have time to delve into that. Two, the republic will not survive with that level of lack of confidence in honest elections. But three, and here's the one little bit of good news out of, out of those numbers, is notwithstanding massive gaslighting by the mainstream media, the Democrats, and most of the Republican Party that the elections are secure, they're fine, there's no, there's no widespread cheating. Notwithstanding massive censorship by big dem tech companies, the truth is getting out there through the gaslighting and through the censorship. And that is the one little bit of good news in those numbers. You only have about a, less than a minute left. I know. I think you have a uh, message you want to give, and any, any uh, final comments that you'd like to give, Agnes. I just wanted to say thank you for the opportunity again. God bless the United States, but most of all, I wanted to wish every mother a happy Mother's Day here on Earth and in Heaven. Definitely appropriate, and we would. Um, wouldn't be here without mothers. Of course, now the whole question is, yeah, who, who, who's a mother? Who is a, who is a woman? And that's how uh, crazy things have gotten to this point. But absolutely, uh, happy Mother's Day to all of our mothers. And because we wouldn't be here both biologically and also after childbirth, everything our mothers have done for us to get us to adulthood. Thank you. And uh, that's all the time we have this week. Agnes, thank you for being on the show and everything you do for the causes of America and our freedom. And tune in next week for another exciting edition of Unite, i.e. Radio. AM 590, the answer.